The following podcast is a glimpse into the life of First United Methodist Church in Beaumont, Texas. We pray it is a blessing as you seek to love your city with the heart of Christ. So about a year ago, actually a year ago, uh, we gathered in this very sacred space. And we began this journey of asking the question, what does it look like to walk more closely with God? So for about a year, we've been talking about how to pray. We've been talking about how to listen to the Holy Spirit. What kind of rhythms uh, make us more successful followers of Jesus? And I have to say, in this year, as I've, I've I've been here walking along this journey with you, asking the same questions of myself and, and uh, asking God to draw my, my life closer to God just like you. One of my greatest joys has been, as I've heard feedback from you, sometimes after services or even in grocery stores, uh, a lot of holy conferencing hope happens in the aisles of H-E-B, let me tell you. That's a good place. And just how, how the Spirit of God is stirring in your heart to draw closer to God. And that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And so what I want to tell you is not that we've, we've achieved anything, but, but we're just getting started. And we're going to continue to encourage one another in this journey. We're going to continue to invite one another in this journey. And we're going to continue to ask God to shape our clarity and rhythm as we seek to walk alongside God, walk closely with God, listening to the Holy Spirit, speaking the words that God would have us speak to each other and to this world, particularly this city in which God has us. Now, I have to say that our Christian faith is not a silent faith. Our Christian faith, in fact, that there's a lot of talking and a lot of speaking involved in our Christian faith. Think about how every time we gather, we, we proclaim and we ask God with our prayers to invite the Holy Spirit into our gathering. We pray together. We invoke the presence of the Holy Spirit. We we. We bear witness to the working God in our midst. Our faith is a vocal faith. So as I thought about that this week, what came to my mind is that this totally makes sense when you consider that we are made in the image of God. And God speaks things into being, does he not? From the beginning of Scripture, we see a powerful God speaking creation into existence. So speaking is part of our Imago Dei DNA. It's part of our godly identity. So it's no wonder that words are very, very powerful. Our words are very powerful. Think about being in a situation that's particularly difficult, particularly trying. 
And it's the sort of territory that worry and doubt and maybe anxiety, that, that's perfect territory for that. When things get difficult, when things get hard, when there is uncertainty. That we're not exempt from that. We, we remind each other that all the time. But what we'll notice after a while when we're living in through these seasons and, and we, seem to, we seem to be very down. And we wonder why can't we get up? I bet that we'll also notice that we are feeding that anxiety and that worry with the things that we speak. If we pay attention to the words that are coming out of our mouth, we, we have this propensity to, to just dwell on the negativity sometimes. And so the worry finds food to grow in our words. The anxiety finds food to grow in what we speak. And what I believe this morning that God wants for you and I is as we grow in our trust in God together, and as we live into the transformation that the Holy Spirit is carrying out in your life and in my life, is that even out of the abundance of our hearts, it wouldn't be worry that we speak into existence. It wouldn't be doubt that we're speaking to existence. In fact, all the opposite, that we would begin or we would continue to grow into the reality that the Holy Spirit is at work in us. And when the Holy Spirit is at work, powerful things are working inside of us. Life and hope exist all around us. And so this morning, I, I, I thought we'd have a conversation about what that looks like. What that looks like in our lives as we journey and we seek this rhythm and clarity as followers of Jesus. What can be, we be on the lookout for? So that when we notice these things happening in our lives, we give praise to God who's at work in us. But we also say, we want more of this. We want more of this. Because as Jesus said, out of the abundance of our hearts, the mouth speaks. And so what we can expect as God continues to transform our lives, what we can expect is that our words will, are going to be in sync with that transformation. And friends, that is a powerful thing. And that is a thing that we need of each other. And that is a thing that this city needs of us. So three evidences, three things to be on the lookout. Here's the first. When the Holy Spirit is at work in us, we're going to notice that we are going to be able to speak beyond our present reality. We are going to be able to look at our circumstances, whether good or bad, especially the difficult ones, and have this ability 
to speak hope where there otherwise might not be any. Now, what I want to tell you is that you may be already doing this and you haven't noticed it. You haven't named it yet. And so anytime you find yourself in a difficult circumstance and you're able to find the will or the power to even speak a little bit of hope, even just a little bit, that is evidence of the Holy Spirit working in your life, brother or sister. When you find yourself receiving bad news and you're able to find within you, it, it might be just a phrase, it might just be a word, you don't know where it came from. Some people might call it you're trying to be an optimist. But, but I want to suggest to you this morning that that is work of the Holy Spirit in you. You know why? We're not that hopeful on our own. We're just not. I mean, it, it, it is evidence of God, all the goodness that we are able to experience in our lives. It's evidence of the work of God. That's why we Methodists believe in provenient grace. This truth that even before we can choose to follow God, God was already at work in us whether we realized it or not. So even before we even get to speak hope and we find words to say them and speak them into our lives or those we love, friends, that is the work of the Holy Spirit at you and in my life. And so God, what God wants is for that to become the norm of the church. For those not to be just random instances Whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> no, because you are growing in your trust of God, because your heart is being transformed, and God, the Holy Spirit, is filling your heart with abundance of hope, you can expect that in trying times, what is going to come out of you is hope. What is going to come out of you is more than positivity. It's powerful words of life. And friends, let me suggest that this transformation is what enables us to speak the words like Paul spoke in the Scripture when he said, we may be afflicted, in every way, but not. What? We may be perplexed, but not. Persecuted, but not. Friends, the transformation of the Holy Spirit in our lives, the abundance of God's presence in our lives, it's what's going to come and fill in the blank. Empowers us to see beyond. 
And you're going to find the words to add to that. I may be sick, but not. I may be losing the battle here, but not. I may be facing some serious financial problems, but not. Friends, let me suggest that we, when we don't live in that, and that growth isn't a part of our reality, we become a dis- discombobulated people. Our faith is not in sync with our words. And let me tell you, this city needs a, desperately a church that is in sync with the truth that God invites us to live in. Because that's where real powerful change happens. Your family needs followers of Jesus whose words are in sync with their faith. Because that's where real transformation comes and powerful things happen in families. Your neighborhood, your school, everywhere your feet touch. The second thing, or a second way we can notice that God is at work in our lives is when hardship and disappointment don't hinder us from speaking. And so the jars may be fragile. The jars of clay are going to get little cracks here and there, and they're going to get chipped, and they're going to get banged up, and they might even get broken. But the one who handles those jars is not fragile. The one that holds it all together is not fragile. That's God, by the way. So what then can we say when we find ourselves with chips and with cracks and pretty much falling apart? I propose that we say, like David in the 23rd Psalm, when he said, Though I walk in the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. What I love about that phrase It's just that it's an active, ongoing phrase. It doesn't mean after I walked through the valley of the shadow of death, then then I could be okay. It doesn't say after it's been a few years and I've had, you know, a chance to get my wits about me, then, then I can be okay. 
And then I'll, I'll talk about it, maybe. No, it says, as we are walking in the valley of shadow of death, we have something to say because God's transformation is so real that out of the abundance of our hearts, we get to say, you know what, there is no fear because God is here. Let me tell you something. Doubt can come at any time. But it cannot stay. Where there is abundance of the presence of the Holy Spirit working in our lives, doubt cannot stay for very long. It won't find the food that it needs. It can, simply cannot withstand the power of the risen Christ in us. It cannot. Worry can come, but it cannot stay. Anxiety can come, but it cannot stay. It simply won't survive. So that is how we get to face our valleys and the shadows of death. Because the presence of God casts out fear. And so we speak this truth that we believe. This truth that is being made real in us by the work of the Holy Spirit. The last thing, another sign that God is at work is we'll start noticing that we'll spend less time thinking and worrying and talking about things that are temporary. And we'll replace that thinking and talking about things that are eternal. We'll spend less time worrying about the little details of things that we really can't control anyway. And out of the abundance of the work of God in our hearts, our mouths are going to be filled with truths that are eternal that bring about the power of salvation in our midst and in our city. We'd say this often when the church stops worrying or losing sleep about the success of the church and starts worrying and losing sleep over the success of the followers of Jesus. That's when the growth happens. That's when the kingdom of God is just going to explode all over the place. Where people's lives will be transformed and those that were hopeless at one point now get to live into this hope that we've come to know. Those that lived in fear and anxiety at one point now get to step over and swim in the waters of the presence of a holy God that loves them. Friends, as the Holy Spirit continues this work in our lives, what we can expect is this assurance of what Paul says when he, when he quotes, I, we also believe, therefore we also speak. Knowing that he who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus. 
Friends, if that is true, and I think you know that this is true, what do we have to fear? If the one that raised Jesus from the dead is at work in your life and in my life, what do we really have to fear? So I'm going to tell you something. You know somebody that right now needs to be reminded of this truth. You know somebody that you've heard them even recently worried, scared, not speaking a whole lot of hope. And what I'm telling you is that this week, pick up the phone. Invite them into this hope. Invite them into this hope. Is the God who raised Jesus is raising us with him. And friends, may God give us the grace this week to be able to say, like Paul said, I believed, therefore I spoke. Our faith is not a silent faith. Our faith is not silent. May God give us the grace that this week, this day even, that would be true of every one of us. We believe. Therefore, we also spoke. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information, please visit our website at www.lovebeaumont.com.